0: The world. At Project Purpose, our overarching mandate is to renew and rebuild family, community, and relationships. Our different social media platforms provide us with an opportunity to have discussions on all topics that relate to family, community, and relationships with ourselves as well as with others with a primary focus on mental health and education. More precisely, the ways that the institutions of mental health and education play a role and have played a role in our society at you who are particularly keen on the topic, we also write thought pieces every other Sunday and we actually just dropped a thought piece this past Sunday. So be sure to meander over to the website and check out our content. If you are looking for listening alternatives, well, we're available on 10 different podcast platforms for your listening leisure and we've offered you the links in the description down below below. As is the convention, be sure to subscribe, hit that post notification bell so that you are aware of every time we post. And of course, if you like these conversations and you want to keep them going, like, comment, and share this segment. Let's get into it. Hello, hello. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you are all doing well. For those of you who are new, we cover topics that relate to mental health, mental wellness and education on a week by week basis. And today our topic of discussion is education. Now, this is a continuation of our initial conversation this week, which is really a critique on the fact that even when we are educated within a specific domain, we're not necessarily educated on the thinking that built into the conceptualization of different structures that are at play within and amongst different societies. And I think that this is really important because it's very hard to be able to cultivate an opinion and to critique something effectively if we're not first given the baseline, if we don't all have the depth of foundation required to provide a thorough, well-informed critique. And so my initial conversation this week as it relates to this point of view was more focused on politics, whereas this point of view now focuses on journalism. I'm someone, as I've mentioned before, I I took to, I did a double major before doing my MBA. I first did professional writing with a focus on institutional communications, though we did have a segment that was focused just generally on communications. that did a very deep dive on journalistic ethics, as well as cognitive neuroscience, and then of course my master's in business administration. But I think that it's very important that we all have a general understanding of the ethics and the governance behind journalism so that we can recognize it when we're seeing journalism effectively and when we're seeing journalism translate in a very ineffective way. And I think that more and more the ineffectiveness or the lack of governance or the lack of due diligence that is taking place within the journalistic spheres, within our media platforms, within our media sort of environments is having a huge detrimental effect on those who aren't critical in the way that they see the information being organized, packaged, and delivered. And I think that this is really important because a lot of us, we trust the mediums that are at play, right? We, we trust the formalism behind different mediums within our societies. We trust the formalism behind our governments. We trust the formalism in our politics. We trust the formalism in our journalism. And we believe that the information being presented to us is unbiased, is objective, and is relevant to us in the way that it allows us to have the information required to make informed decisions as citizens, which is the fundamental objective of journalism and journalism is meant to be a free press in order to give us all the opportunity to cultivate the understanding and the knowledge that we need to be informed, contributing citizens. Now, in order for us to be informed, it is very important that at the very least that the information that the journalistic spheres provide us is relevant, right? And now you need to think to yourself, well, what's relevant? And more importantly, what is irrelevant? Uh, How much of my journalism is more entertainment? How much of my journalism is just, you know, for your information, but the information in and of itself doesn't have a broad reach or doesn't actually enable me to make pivots in my thinking and in my decision-making around what's happening with in The political arena, or what's happening regionally, or what's happening on the global arena by way of the decisions that my government is making on my behalf as a representation of my identity as a member of this society. And that is a mouthful, but that is something that all of us need as we all start to leverage the power of our voice. And what I love about being a millennial, what I love about being alive at this juncture in life, is that we all are honing in and harnessing the. power of our voice but now what I'm recognizing is it's like this power that we're learning to master right so we're using your voice we're sending things out there we're seeing what happens but I think that it's more important that you first recognize that your voice is powerful that your voice has impact that it carries weight and that you need to be measured and you need to be thoughtful in the way that you use it and the way to do that is to be informed and the best way to be informed is to have a philosophical understanding of the practical applications that are at play within our different social structures that build into the way that we navigate and engage with one another and with different societies across the world. And what I'm recognizing is we are doing the best we can with the information that we've been presented with or that we've come across, but sometimes that isn't enough. And I think that there needs to be more responsibility, especially accountability when it comes to journalism, if they are the medium that you yourself are relying on. Like if you don't recognize that a lot of takes place within journalism completely breaches pretty much every aspect of of ethics of journalistic ethics so the thinking behind what journalism was built to provide how journalism was meant to function how it was meant to operate what effective journalism was meant to be that you're not going to recognize well hey there is a flaw here there is a flaw like the journalism that I'm being given it's biased and journalism is meant to be unbiased it's meant to provide you with information without an angle without its own opinion on that information so that you can generate your own opinion without feeling like without your opinion being influenced, right? And a lot of our journalism now is very influencing. It serves to push you to one decision or another, or it serves to garnish a lot of emotional reactivity, right? And objective information shared very unbiased and very pragmatically. While we can develop our own emotional reactions to it, it shouldn't be inflammatory. And a lot of our journalism nowadays is fairly inflammatory and relevant, right? Like in if you're learning about a barn burning in the middle of nowhere, how is that relevant by way of its ability to allow you to be an informed citizen, making informed choices within our society? So I think that if we don't know the rules of engagement that were put in place, that Journalism was built upon, it's hard to critique it. It's hard to know how far removed journalism is from it. So it's hard also to recognize like how seriously you should take the journalism that you're being presented with because the journalism that you're being presented with is nowhere near the level of caliber and quality that it was even 30 years ago. When when it comes to research, when it comes to fact checking, when it comes to reliable sources, the diligence that is required now is far less rigid, there's far less rigor than it was even maybe 10 years ago. Like a lot of the information in and of itself is flimsy. And if you don't recognize that the information that you're being given is flimsy, so by way of the actual truth value of that information, like maybe 40% true, but you're making all of your decisions based on what's being relayed to you, that's irresponsible of that journalistic medium, but also it puts you at a disadvantage, right? It makes you easier to manipulate and to manage because you trust the medium being presented in front of you and I think here this video is a critique of our education system and the fact that not everyone understands how journalism was meant to function so not everyone can properly critique journalism as it is now and a lot of us just generally have a sense that we can't trust everything that we hear we recognize that it's inflammatory we recognize that because much of media is privatized and owned by you know, massive conglomerate that it is slanted, it does have a point of view, but we don't recognize to what extent it really does impact and cripple our ability to make informed decisions as contributing members of our society. And it doesn't translate in, in many ways in us trying to find different mediums to gain access to information that will help us make better decisions as citizens within our society. And I think that that's really important because as much as I know that there is a pocket of us who recognize this, who take the required measures day in order to be as informed as we need to be to make the decisions that we feel qualified to make as citizens within our society, I think there's a lot of people who don't recognize it as well. And I think that because our societies are growing and evolving, because our our roles in a global arena are, are, are much more significant, because of the complexities at play, more of us need to understand journalism for what it should be. More of us need to be in a position where we can address the facts and hold our, are journalistic mediums accountable to what they're not actually providing and maybe to make alternate choices, right? If, if media continues to be more fiction than reality, if it continues to create more tension and, 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 and propagate more than just inform, then we need to recognize that maybe this is a media, maybe this is an arena that needs to become obsolete. Maybe we just need to trust on, you know, personal perspectives, right? And now we have access to that. Like we have access to what's happening on the ground because everyone has a social media platform, everyone has an account, everyone can show us from their point of view what's taking place. And if we take on enough of those points of view, we can cultivate our own rather than have a trusted source that is actually not all that trustworthy anymore, and then make all of our decisions based on that medium. So I think here is really a call to action to recognize that just because there is an entity, a collective body that is formally in place to provide you with information, to provide you with services, to provide you with, with different resources to enable you to be more effective in society doesn't mean that that's what they're doing or doesn't mean that they're doing it well and I think blindly trusting institutions, blindly trusting organizations, blindly trusting any entity outside of yourself and even yourself like at least I'm hoping that you're putting yourself through a couple of hoops before you trust the decisions that you make and you hold yourself accountable but I don't think that we need to blindly trust anyone or anything anymore. And I think that we need to recognize that there's a lot more risk at stake by continuing to blindly trust entities that have historically abused that trust and to recognize what it is that you need to do to be able to curb the trust that you offer based on the actions and behaviors that you're seeing. And also based on the foundation of how those structures were meant or were intended to operate and how far removed they are from that reality. And with journalism, I mean, journalistic ethics, if you look at even the first few, you know, relevant information to enable people to make informed decisions as citizens, objective, unbiased, well-researched, like the sources are credible, like a lot of these, out the window. So if it's out the window, then the credibility of the journalism that we receive should also be very questionable. Like you take it with a grain of salt or you take it and you do your own research and you kind of do your own journalistic exercises to decide like how much of this information should I leverage to make my own decisions. In any case, I think that that was important. I think that it's important that we recognize that if we don't have a philosophical understanding of the practical applications of different institutions that are in place in our society, then it's very hard to do our own governance and it's hard to hold these entities accountable and it's hard to try to be effective in sharing opinions and critiques that will help these organizations do better or that will you know hold them accountable to the things that they're doing wrong where we can like actually like point out to policy and be like hey this is a breach of contract this is a breach of policy this is you know so on and so forth by your own standard then I think that We're at a disadvantage, right? And information is power, knowledge. Knowledge is currency, especially in the digital revolution. And and now that you know that knowledge is currency, you need to recognize where knowledge is being distorted, where knowledge is being mismanaged, and where knowledge is being manipulated in order to influence the decisions that you make as a member of your society. So I think that it's important that we take on the role in cases where the education system is failing to provide that education at home And there's different ways that you can do that. I think journalistic ethics might translate differently in different countries. But again, it is mainly meant to provide you with the information, the resources, the tools required to be an informed contributing member of your society. And if there are any aspects of your news that doesn't enable you to do that if they focus on entertainment if they focus on making you laugh if their focus is on views on eyeballs on metrics then their focus isn't on informing you that's not their main priority and that should be a problem for each and every one of us So that's me wrapping up like the high level cover of this topic I think I can go into it I can go into what the actual journalistic ethics are I think that will be my next video on education so that you can all do your own due diligence on the channel of your preference and see how well they measure up. But I would be remiss if I didn't let you know that from now until the foreseeable future, we will be going live at least twice a month every month on our Facebook page and we will be going live with different topics of discussion that are available on our website that enable you to develop the critical thinking and the soft skills required to derive more meaning and fulfillment out of life. For those of you who are interested in being engaged on an ongoing basis, well then I suggest our package plans. So we offer different package plans that will enable you to have unlimited access to our live events. And not only that, over and above those live events have access to the different webinars and workshops that we offer as well. I encourage you to take a look at our website to check out the different plans that we offer to RSVP to our live events and to be part of the game changer community. You know, put your skin in the game and, and let's see what growth evolution as a collective does for us and our individual lives. and for the societies within which we take part. All that to say, thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you in our next video. Talk to you soon.